0: Thank you.
1: Welcome back co-workers to what the up? we outside after work podcast i am dana i'm aaron and today we are joined by our good friend of the show Mar.
2: yo 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 what's good what's good everybody what's up how y'all feeling i
1: feel good how you feeling
2: living the dream i'm good, man having a good day
1: yes good, and also also known as the cannabis enthusiast that's so, right yeah, we're going to get into all of that because, like, I'm very interested to know why you have that name and where mm-hmm. that name came from and all of those good things.
0: The crazy thing is I, I paid attention in Dare when I was a kid. <laughs> so, you know, drug free is the way to be. You know what I mean? Listen,
2: I have a Dare shirt. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. Like, I
1: think I still got mine, too. Absolutely. Stop like it. fifth grade. Get some help. <laughs> but we are going to start with the icebreaker cards, as we always do when we have guests. So this is from the Unpacked that game and the first card says what are y'all still trying to prove to yourself?
0: We're going to let the guests begin. You know, Martin, let us know what you're still trying to prove to yourself.
1: Yeah.
2: I think the simplest way I could put it is that um, I'm still trying to put to myself that I could do it. You get what I'm saying? Um, I didn't always have the confidence that I have now but through the years I started to be more just more like, I guess, talk my, sh- you know what I'm saying, like kind of poke my chest out more. Like I'm very more humble, I'm very more chill, but like mm-hmm. those talks I have on myself, like I feel like I did a lot of like centering myself over the years and it's just like I feel like now it's time for me to like really put my foot out there like, nah, I am who I say I am, you know what I'm saying? I am the person that I am and like I really am doing what I say I'm going to do. Facts. Know? Right. That's what's up, Mars. So, you know, I
0: appreciate the the way you coming at that, because I'm similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me it's more like proving that I'm worth it. Right? Like all the jobs that I've done, all the the lives that I've impacted, like I'm worth being in people's lives, I'm worth being at the position I am in life. Um and sometimes you gotta prove that to yourself because a lot of times it's doubt that creeps in. You know, yeah. it's like, damn, am I built for this? Am I really the person that should be leading this charge? And then once you realize that people rely on you and they look at you as somebody that's really going to build this team to the next level, mm-hmm. it really makes you feel good. It definitely humbles you. Um when I used to work at Target, all my all my fellow associates and stuff when I left, they threw me like a party. They made me like feel appreciated. Right. And then I left and the store kind of went to shit. Like so it showed me, like, all right, damn, I was something valuable. You was mm-hmm.
1: keeping the store afloat. And
0: it, it kind of hurt me because it's like, damn, if I was even more worth it, they would have been able to, to continue to propel to the level that I that I started them at. So that taught me something. Mm-hmm. Like, that taught me, like, my worth ain't just where mm-hmm. I start. It's how I finish it. Mm-hmm. So, Word. you know, um, like I'm definitely, like I'm definitely um, paying attention to my worth a little bit more, proving that to myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, we want to hear what Dana got to say.
1: I would say for me um, – I am still trying to prove to myself that I am kind of similar to what you said. It's the confidence, okay? Like just showing myself that, like, hey, you you are supposed to be in these rooms that you're in at work. Um, I think the last episode I was talking about how they probably are trying to like put me in a managerial position mm-hmm. and like manage people. And that was something that I kind of avoided, just because like I know how much responsibility that comes with, and how much time that takes from your your um, personal life. And that wasn't something that I wanted. But like people tend to gravitate towards me and like express a lot of their concerns and issues to me. So I think now is just accepting that you are that person. So like be that person for other people that are watching you and do need your support.
0: Great. Okay. For our second, our second question, how do you
2: mar, how do you express your anger? <sighs> Just like that. <sighs> All right. Depending on how well you know me, some people say my anger is my biggest, like, criticism, if mm-hmm. you will. Like, when I get mad, I get mad. And
1: Would you start throwing shit?
2: Not even so much throwing shit. I feel like if we could like visualize it, I go from Bruce Banner to the Hulk and it's very rapid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm working on it, I'm trying to be more aware of it, but like like I said, when I get mad, I kinda it's like a blind rage. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because my little brother is going through this right now and it's like me seeing him is making me more aware of myself. Mm-hmm. You feel How much younger
1: is your brother from
2: you? He's born in ninety nine, so what he twenty three? You know what I'm saying? I'm thirty one, so we got what, nine years? So, mm. Okay. So, you know so you're
1: saying? really like his is like, role model, um, in a um, sense. yeah. Like, yeah. I know he
2: mimicked me, you know what I'm saying? It's not to say he copied me, but you know, it's a sibling thing, you feel what I'm saying? But it's just like, I'm not saying his anger comes from seeing how I am, mm-hmm. but I just feel like we share similar emotions when it's just like you're mad and you don't know how to solve it, and the only thing you could do is react.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, do you mind if I ask you if that's genetic, like passed down from mom, dad, grandparents?
2: Yeah, have you you've seen, seen that. that? In some ways, yeah. My mother's a Gemini, so Mm -hmm. if you know anything about a Gemini, it's like. That's Dana's uh, (laughs) field.
1: My twin cousins are Gemini's, and they're crazy. Yeah, Gemini's (laughs) are very like
2: Kanye West. Like, Mm -hmm. I love you, but I hate you. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And it's like, I'm not saying my mother hates us, Mm -hmm. obviously, but I've seen my mother through rage. I've seen my Mm -hmm. mother go through a lot of things that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they flip the
1: script very quickly. Very
2: quickly, and I feel like I have that as well. I could be literally having a conversation, and we could be disagreeing. And it could be something that's said or reaction. And it goes from me talking calm to me like, I said what the, you know what I'm saying? And Mm, I start really like expressing myself. And I call it passion, but it's anger. Yeah. It's like.
1: How do you like, I just want to know, how do you like decompress from that? Like is it just the time that goes by or like what do you do to help?
2: Um, Sometimes I smoke, but that's not really my dependent. It's more so of I learned that the reason people. The reason people smoke is because it's the inhale, exhale mm-hmm. type of thing. So, when I started doing yoga, they said to reset your heart rate, take five strong deep breaths. And I mean mm-hmm. the type of deep breaths where it's like you expand your lungs, expand your stomach, and then as you breathe like out. Like you
1: hold it in. Yeah, like you let
2: the air literally fill your whole body. You know what okay. I'm saying? And then as you release, your chest decompress, your stomach sinks in. They mm-hmm. say if you do that five times in the heat of whatever emotion you're going through, it almost like reset you it's not that you're not going to feel it no more but the pressure and the buildup up will just start to like
1: i think that's something you have to like down. consciously do because it is, right <laughs> like when you're in the moment of that like are you really gonna think okay let me breathe through this
0: but i think you do like especially if that's something that you're working on yeah it sounds like that's like something that, that mar definitely grew on mm-hmm. right yeah, for like sure. damn i realize that this helps me so in this moment. A lot of people, like, in a moment where I got to step back, like, I'm ready to, like, smack the shit out you. Let me step back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, I, if you don't mind me answering the question, yeah. I don't handle my anger that way because uh, I used to. Like, okay. I used to be a little angry, just mad at the world type of kid mm-hmm. where anything would set me off, anything would trigger me. Um, so nowadays, I really just don't get angry. And I think that's the way that I ha- handle my anger is, you know what? At the end of the day, it's not deep enough for me to get mad about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to ignore it. Mm -hmm. I do think that that's eventually going to be a problem one day because I, I don't have, like... A combust a combustible element so somebody is gonna get combustible on and I feel bad for whoever that person is because yeah. I don't I don't know how it's gonna come out the channel of it yeah. um but at the same time I just try to let shit go in and go out sorry oh, I just try to let shit go in and go out or it's gonna be like that phone you feel me right Um, but at the same time like it happens like that for so many people where mm-hmm. I don't have time to be angry like shit moves on like mm-hmm. I gotta go
1: yeah I, w- I would say to answer the question I'm one of those people where I do walk away because I don't like the feeling I get when I'm upset. Just because my mental peace has I have I said have, I've said multiple times on this podcast, like that's super important to me. So when you feel you feel like the heat in your body you know, like building up and to then tell you. it's just, it's a lot and I don't like that feeling. So when I know I'm getting to that point, like I'm that person that. And most times I don't get into arguments or whatever the case recently, but there's certain people in my life who can trigger that. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be like, you know what? I'll see you later or I'll stop texting them or I'll hang up the phone. Like there's just different ways that I handle it so that I don't have to get to that level and start like disrespecting them.
0: Right. Do you have like an angry face? Like when you mad, you just like, <laughs> nah, seriously. Cause
1: I don't think so. Cause you? I think,
0: I think I've developed that where it's like, you can tell when I'm not good mm-hmm. because my face shows it, and mm-hmm. I didn't notice it because, mind you, I try not to get upset. Right. Like I try to just, you know what, it's be stoic. Every day it's gonna be a smile on my face, mm-hmm. but then, like over the last couple months, this just hasn't. Like I just yeah. been walking around like growling at people, yeah, and I didn't yeah. really notice it until people start bringing it up and shit. And it's like, damn, am I angry right now? Like, mm-hmm. do I need to do something about this? So, I mean, it's it's possible. You That's... might
1: have to take deep breaths, like Mar said. <laughs>
0: got That That it that helps you, you, you know, you know yeah.
1: focus if you if you know any yogis face.
0: or anything that want to help me out with my anger um please call 908
1: <laughs> oh my god don't put your number out there um okay so the last icebreaker question and i actually really like this one so it says would you rather be loved respected or admired
0: since you love it so much go first
1: i am gonna go first but so I must say I would much rather be respected than love. Like, to me, respect is above everything mm-hmm. because we know people who have been in loving relationships or people claim they love them but still treat them like shit. Right. And to me, that's because they don't respect you. And once the respect is gone... To me, it's like, well, you can't really say, like, you really, truly love me if you're not respecting you're not me, you're calling me like out you. my name. Like, there's so many things that people do to other people, and they kind of um, hide it as saying, well, you know, I love you and I care about you. And it's like, well, if that's the case, then why aren't you showing it? Right. And right. I think it's because they don't respect them as a person. What about you?
2: For me, I would say... um, Truth be told, to be loved and admired goes hand-in-hand, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But when it comes to respect, now, one thing you said that I wanted to point out was that you said when people claim they love somebody, it's like, how can you love this person but you disrespect them? I'm under the notion that if you love me, you automatically respect me. And it's not so much that it's uh you have to respect me to love me. It's just like if you really love me in your heart of hearts, you wouldn't disrespect me. Now, I understand, as we just talked about anger, that anger sometimes, you have a weak moment or like a... You say a lot of things when you're angry that you may not necessarily feel. Like, some right. people say the truth comes out when you're angry. It's like, while that is true. Sometimes, some people just lose it. Like I said, I was raised by a Gemini. I didn't never think my mother loved me less when she was mad. My mother would say some shit. You know what I'm saying? The reason mm-hmm. I have tough skin now is because of how I was raised. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, it's like... <laughs> it's not that I thought my mother loved me less. I just think that she was going through her own things mm-hmm. as a human being, and it's like she would just say how she felt. It's a rea- it's a reaction, but it's not like a lack of respect. You feel me? Yeah, so I for can me, relate
1: to that with my mom because yeah. like she's a cancer and she's a July cancer, and both of my parents are cancers actually. But see,
0: August? No, no
1: he's he's, <laughs> he's July as well. <12. laughs> You clearly don't know the moons and the stars. But um no, like my mom like she was one of those people as well when she got upset or angry, like she said a lot of things mm. and it's like, well, is it because like I didn't feel like she didn't love me less? Right. But she would just have this like raging anger that you could just tell that she was just in a different space. Mm. And it was more so just her like yelling either at my dad or my brother. And not really me because, like, I just wasn't the problem child. (laughs) But with them, it was like, she would do all that, and then, like, I don't know how your mom kind of just, like, says sorry. Like, my mom don't say sorry. But she'll, like, do something nice. Like, she'll cook dinner. Like, how about say, it's, it's come
2: eat, or yeah. you want to go for a ride, or you know right. what I'm it's like, it's,
1: like, something that, yeah. like, she she thinks is nice, or whatever, which is cooking dinner. So, that was, like, her way of apologizing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like.
2: But, now you know what's funny, though? Well, my mother, it's funny you say that. My mother acts like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, literally, my you too. walk in the house, and it's like, hey. Yeah. You just cursed me out. Yeah, you were an just hour being crazy. Ago. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like you just had an issue, and that was hey. But that's what I mean by the Gemini effect. It's like, you know, two faced. Basically, that's yeah. literally what it is. <laughs> like <Yeah>. two
0: <laughs> faced. Yeah. Um, for me, in mm-hmm. regards to this question, I think we got to look at what the totality actually is. Right. To be loved is the ultimate. Right. To be admired, it's you don't necessarily have to love somebody to admire them. You don't necessarily have to love somebody to respect them but to be loved is the ultimate right so i'm taking love every day I, I don't care if the rest of this world don't respect me if the people that i need in this world to love me love me then i'm good like, but they I also
1: respect you though right
0: because love is the ultimate so i feel
1: like respect is above love
0: i don't know like respect don't mean you care about me i, res- True. I respect i respect barack obama But if Barack Obama decided to walk down the street, I don't care about
1: it. It says, "What would you rather have?" I would
0: rather have love. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would
1: rather have respect.
0: Nah, not that I wouldn't want respect. It's just it don't help me at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I need love. Like I can't live without it. Love keeps me going. Love keeps me motivated. Respect don't motivate me. You can respect me all you want, but at the end of the day, you that's just respect. Mm
1: -hmm. Honestly, I think I would still just take respect, just because like. I know you wouldn't cross certain boundaries because like you do see me in a higher light than you know like but if what not. Th-
0: would it matter if they don't care about you
1: well it depends on the situation like I'm I'm basing it off like family and friends mm-hmm. around me okay. not just an everyday person in the street because yeah, yeah I'm talking about even family. people in the street like they don't know you. So it's like, why would they, for example, like opening a door, like Mm -hmm. holding a door, like people just kind of do that because, you know, it's it's the nice thing to do. Right. But I think it's also like a way of showing respect as Mm -hmm. well. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. I see you coming through like, you know, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So I feel like that is a form of respect in a way.
0: Absolutely. But now if you put it in this perspective that. We are all brothers and sisters in this world, right? That's how the premise... Are we? We should be, right? <laughs> you, you have that mentality because we know that there's so much love lost in this world. Yeah, if I love know. you and you love me, you opening that door and me opening that door for you wouldn't even be that big of a deal because we love each other. We value each other enough that that door is already going to be open. Mm-hmm. But we focus on respect because we know that motherfuckers don't
2: like each other. Motherfuckers don't. I can't stand people out in the street. Mm. but think about it though like to your point I feel like you can respect your enemy but you don't got no love for him you get what I'm saying like as far as like let's say you get into a situation with somebody and you respect what name they have for themselves Mm -hmm. you may know that if you gotta deal with this person there's a certain way it has to be done but it's not a love thing it's more like out of respect of the situation I know I have to maneuver this way or that way because it could create a bigger situation you get what I'm saying so like the reason I would say love as well because I feel like if you truly love me, nine times out of 10, you respect me. And then in most cases, you might admire me as well, because I feel like mm-hmm. being loved brings a certain light. Like, to me, love is the gift and the curse of life. Mm-hmm. It's like, while it's dangerous because it's vulnerable, love is amazing. Like I think amazing. I think
1: from my perspective, I've just seen so many different kind of situations pan out negatively from people saying that they are in loving relationships mm-hmm. and they love people who are close to me, but they've treated them like shit. Right. So it's like, well, if they respected you more, then they probably wouldn't have treated you in that way. So that's why I would choose mm-hmm. respect and okay. it seems like I would choose love.
0: Yeah. Now, we're going to set up a poll on, on a, the, the socials, see what y'all say, love, respect, or being admired. Um, but to do a quick little segue, I was listening to 50 Cent on the Big Boy um, radio show, mm-hmm. and he was talking about, is depression a luxury? Mm-hmm. Now, he was basically saying that if you're poor from the inner cities, you don't really have the, the time, the money, the opportunity to be depressed because you got to get up and you got to go to work and you got to feed them kids and you got to pay them bills. Mm-hmm. And if you're more affluent and you got money where it's like you can be depressed and you can be sad and you can quit that job and whatnot, you mm-hmm. have something to fall back on. Do you all agree with that? How do you feel about
1: that? Um I guess I'll take it first. So I would agree. I would say I wouldn't say like depression is a luxury, but it is a luxury to be so upset to where you can choose not to go to work mm-hmm. because you either have like a huge cushion of money where, like, you can still pay your bills if you miss a couple of days of work, even though you're not getting paid. And that's that. But from people who are from the inner cities, like you just mentioned, we don't got a choice. It's like, well, we don't come from money. We don't have a backup plan. Like we don't have people who are just going to step in and like pay our bills because mm. we're so depressed and it's like, well, who's going to pay this rent? Who's going to pay this car note? Like you still got to go to work depressed. Just don't talk to nobody, but you still there making your money. So, I can agree.
2: My, you feel about that? I feel like it depends on when you were born really because in today's society, 50 Cent may sound insensitive to people who go through depression. Mm, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah,
1: Gen Z, they say, is, like, very soft.
2: I think the world is just different now. <laughs> That's yeah, a different story. You it feel is. me? But I feel like coming from how I grew up, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a luxury, but I would say that it's more of a... nobody got time for this shit. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, you could be having the worst day ever. Like, say that to a single mother with multiple kids. She might really be depressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... The man not there, she got to work this, work that, she got to, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, do she really have time to tell those kids I was depressed today? Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, no one has dinner. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like you can't really, you can't really decipher if it's a luxury or not, but you can look at it circumstantially. Like, look, some people can't afford to sit on their ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people can't.
1: Literally. Like, literally, (laughs) they
2: can't afford it. Like, living check to check is a scary thing, but some people don't even know what that feels like. Some people are used to, and the majority
1: of people are living check to check. Where it's like, if you don't go to work, if you miss this check, then you won't be able to pay rent. Right. You won't be able to feed your kids. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's not it's not a choice.
0: So I'm looking up the global mental health data on NBCI, and it says 75% of all suicides come from lower and middle income. So that means that depression does hit those people that have that lower income status. At least to the maximum capacity, where it's like now they're killing themselves, they're committing suicide and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I believe it was a little insensitive mm-hmm. for him to to say that, as if you know people can't be depressed. I completely understand where y'all coming from on that, because it's like, you know, we got we got shit to do. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, it's like these kids, and not even the kids, but some of these adults, they can't handle it. Yeah. And I don't know what it what it is that we can do for them. Because, you know, depression comes in many states and many forms and many Mm -hmm. uh, different ways for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just...
1: I think it would be great to just give the lower or poor middle class just more resources. So just giving them, um, especially the kids that are dealing with depression, like giving them a safe space to go to and someone to talk to. Like when I was in high school we had like a recreational center like a rec that we would go Mm -hmm. to so if there was some type of counselor in there that was a certified uh therapist or counselor who can just be available to us to talk to during that time or even now like i think that'd be super beneficial
0: and you know, if we have a recreational enthusiast in the building, then, <laughs> <I mean>. then <laughs> oh god, then maybe we I can, love the segue. We can assist and you know help yes. the people out. let's so. let's, let's get into
1: that. So we are gonna just switch gears right now and talk about Mar and his background, being the cannabis enthusiast. First and foremost, where did that name come from? Cause I like it. Like it's got a ring to
2: it. So what's funny is the summer of 2021, right? Mm -hmm. This was like right in the midst of 2021 is when recreational marijuana became like legal for distribution Mm -hmm. in New Jersey. Right. Right. So I was sitting home one day. I was talking to my cousin. We were sitting there. We were smoking, you know, doing what we do. And I was like, Yo, I got to figure out a way to like bring awareness to the cannabis industry now that it's legal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because it's like no shade to anybody, but it'd be a lot of garbage. Yep. Around, you know what I'm saying, and I'm not going. I don't say, smoke. So I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm not going to say that everybody has garbage, but I've learned that a lot of people just take whatever is given to them. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody's really caring about what it is. It's like you just trust your local, whoever he yeah, is. I've or, heard
1: like the dispensaries, like their stuff that they give out is a lot of BS. So, like, can you...
2: Jersey's is kind of behind. I would put it like that. Like, obviously, if you go to California, Colorado, Mm -hmm. you're going to get a wide variety because the farms are literally in their backyard. Mm -hmm. But over here, I don't know how they're getting it done as far as dispensaries go, but the range is kind of whack. And it's not... It's, like, kind of stuff that people... From other areas i already experienced mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So it's like What do you what
1: do you think Makes it whack though Like is it the strains Or like From your experience mm-hmm. Like what
2: I think it's all about Your experience If you are A heavy consumer You probably had a different Variety of different things mm-hmm. If you're into Like I call myself An enthusiast Cause like I really care about What I smoke I actually go out there And find different Strains to talk about You know what I'm saying okay. As opposed to like against somebody else that just takes what's given to them.
1: Okay, so let's get into that then. Like, mm-hmm. what what strains would you say are, like, your top three and why?
2: See, I'm a, a indica lover. So if you know about indica, indica is more of a body high. So it's supposed okay. to relax you. It's like a chill high. It's not too much in the head. It's more of, like, end-of-the-day vibes. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, to
1: relax and decompress kind of thing? Pretty
2: day? much. Like, okay. some of them are heavier where it actually puts you to sleep, and some will just sink you on the couch and you watch mm-hmm. movies all day. Like, it really depends on what mood you're in. I like smoking on rainy days because I like the whole combo with that. Mm -hmm. But, like, for me, I'm a big fan of White Widow. That's a big indica that I like. Take
1: notes, guys. (laughs) Um, I never heard of that before.
2: (laughs) I don't like white women. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) He said white women,
0: right? No, no, White 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 Widow. Widow. Oh, My bad. (laughs)
2: Jesus. (laughs) So, yeah, you got the White Widow. I'm a fan of that. Okay. It's something I've tried recently called Glutech. I like that a lot. I've actually okay. did a review on on my page. So.
1: And these are all in- indicas. These
2: are all indicas. Okay. And then I don't know if I have a third one. Like I like the peanut butter varieties, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still searching for that that third true one because I have this other one that I like. It's like a hybrid though, but.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So what fun. what about the what about the shit that we heard of like the OG Kush, the Sour Diesel. The I mean, yeah, H. Sour H. is
2: if you're from especially this part of Jersey, like the uh, northern part of Jersey, mm-hmm. you know, Sour was. The only thing you could find at mm-hmm. one point in time. So sour is going to always be sour. I think because my experience is more now, sour is not as strong as I thought it was back mm-hmm. in the day. But I also feel like the you sour. you
1: a, high, a higher tolerance?
2: That and I feel like the sour from back in the day was just different. Oh. Like, even though I was a newer smoker, I think anybody would tell you like sour back in the day, especially like I want to say around 08 to like maybe 2012, mm-hmm. nobody was beating that. Nobody. Like, yeah, you had your kush you had your purple haze, you have but if you had sour, that was it. That was it. Yeah. So so it's essentially the weed elevates, right? Yeah.
0: So when you first start smoking, you smoking airy, you know, just, mm-hmm. this to get you high mm-hmm. and shit, right? And then all of a sudden you, you go to the next level and then when does that level stop though? When do you be like, Alright, that
2: shit was too potent? Or do you not? I think now because there's so many different hybrids and mm-hmm. farmers are just making so many different kind like i think in 2020 runts was the most sold strain. Mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying and that was Runtz. only but be- yeah runts that okay. was different varieties you got obama runs pink runs it goes mm-hmm. on but runts itself was so popular and i feel like now people when they hear runs they're like yeah mm-hmm. oh, so me-
1: let's let's talk about sativa because i feel like i always hear that word mm-hmm. sativa like what what kind of Cannabis is that exactly.
2: Sativa is the complete opposite. So sativa is more of a head high. You get what I'm saying. Sativa is more of like floating in the clouds, Mm -hmm. low eyes. You know what I'm saying. Might be more giggly. You might be a little like. You might be more in a good mood with the sativa because it's like it's all in your head. So whatever you got going on at that time, like a lot of sativas are stress relievers as well because it's like. It takes you out of whatever you're thinking about Mm -hmm. and kind of puts you in a better headspace. Some people get creative. Some people, like, it just varies. But sativas are more what people like who don't smoke as often because they don't want to feel stuck. So those would be better for edibles. Absolutely. Okay. yeah. If you want to have a good time, like, there's certain strands, like a Purple Punch, for example. Mm -hmm. That is a very, like, social environment type of strand. If you was at, like, a 420 function or Mm -hmm. if you were just at a function where it was bring your own weed, bring your own liquor, and you had edibles and everything Mm -hmm. like that. It really get the party going.
0: Man, I had some edibles one time. I, I must have had indica because that shit put me down. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm over here trying to get up. I couldn't. I couldn't get out the bed. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fighting for my.
2: <laughs> I swear to God, like so.
0: So my boy Literally. come down says he like, Yo, come on, let's go. I I couldn't talk. Mm. Like the words just wouldn't come out my mouth. So he came back. Are you
1: sure that was cannabis?
0: It was it was an edible. It was, it was rice. It was, a, it was a rice krispie. Okay. Word. And then you must have dumb, took a lot, though. My dumb ass ain't no no better because we playing a drinking game and I'm doing an edible at the same time mm-hmm. and we losing. So I'm like, like rip,
2: rip, rip, rip. oh There's yeah, a, yeah. yeah. So by back. the time it crept
0: crept up on you, that was it. So he came downstairs three times. And I couldn't talk. So the last time, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna go. Mm-hmm. So I go to the bottom of the stairs because this ain't Airbnb and shit. So I go to the bottom of the stairs and I just let out the biggest scream I could do and it's just. Nothing came out. I was like, nigga, I'm going back to fucking sleep. I wake up. These oh, niggas getting wow. chased by bears and shit. Like, I don't know what the uh, fuck I was on. That I was a night. Crazy.
1: <laughs> was I a had night. to get
0: rid of that shit. I don't, I don't fuck with them edibles, man. Yeah, yeah. so. Edibles is dangerous.
1: Amara, I do want to just talk about THC and CBD. Because uh, speaking of edibles and gummies, mm-hmm. nowadays when you go to the dispensaries, like they have a lot of those options mm-hmm. for like the gummies. And what are your thoughts on the combination of the two? Like, do you like taking the gummies or?
2: Edibles are cool. I'm not like a give me an edible type of person. But like mm-hmm. if somebody that I'm cool with that I trust has an edible, for sure, I'd take a piece. Whether it's a, a gummy bear or a peach ring, whatever it is. Like, I don't mind edibles at all because I do like how they feel. Mm-hmm. CBD is popular more because some people don't like feeling hot. You know what I'm saying? Some people actually don't like the feeling of TAC like it makes
1: like, you like really relaxed and mellow like yeah, you, yeah CBD yeah, like is a like relaxer. it's like almost like an
2: indica but it's not so much just an indica it's just like it's more of a body high period it's nothing that's going on in your head some people don't like that feeling of like paranoia mm-hmm. your heart racing or like So they'll that just comes do a, with it. a CBD that's what CBD is oh. TAC is how you feel that actual high where like your eyes get red they may get low you know what i'm saying it, it's more of like like i said if you smoke too much of it, you get a little bit of paranoia. Mm-hmm. You know, you might even like, there's been times where I've smoked and I'm like, yeah, this weed too much because my heart is racing. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally like, is, right. it, is it just <laughs>
1: weed that like makes your heart race and stuff? Because I didn't, I didn't even know that was a side effect.
2: Sometimes like, like for example, when I do the cannabis check, mm-hmm. I like to smoke whatever strand it is when I wake up. Can I, I wanna, can I interrupt you real quick? What's a cannabis check? Oh, I, right. so. Yeah, break so, that down. If you follow me on the gram, f.n underscore A-B, I do the cannabis check where I educate my viewers on different strands that I've come across. So I give you the highs, the lows. The highs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I always start off like, cannabis check. You feel me? That's like my little (laughs) intro and it's like, it's stuck. So now I've been doing that for like a year now and it's like, again, it's all for education Mm purposes. I'm literally just trying to tell people when you're out and you're dealing with whoever you're dealing with, Mm-hmm. These are some of the things you want to look for. This is what street weed mm-hmm. look like. This is what corporate weed look like. Mm-hmm. This is what farm weed look like. Just I, so they
1: know, like mm-hmm. what they're taking. Like they're not just basically.
0: It's bullshit. a variety. You and know then what I'm one important thing that you said was you like you don't want to take an edible from somebody you don't trust. Exactly. So like that's that's something that especially with the fentanyl and all that random all shit, the shit going All shit that's on. out
2: yeah. now. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. So you you could yeah. die trying
1: mm-hmm. to get high off an of edible.
2: And I tell people all the time, like. I get, you know, free weed is free weed, but it's like, it's not worth it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Somebody just giving away weed. Like, granted, I've shared what I have because I want people to try something like, yo, you got to try this one. If you smoke, you should try this. Mm -hmm. But I don't recommend just, like I said, dealing with anybody because you don't know. Certain people are into different things. They might put some stuff in their blunt that they think you with that Mm -hmm. you may not be with, you know? Yeah. So. Had
0: angel dust up in them. You know what I'm saying? You seen Smokey in
2: the Chicken Coop, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I seen I, seen, <laughs> yeah. I Got the Hookup.
0: Is exactly. That one and gone. Exactly. You didn't even know what that one go on is? No. Hit that shit once, your ass is gone. gone. Like,
1: is that what it is? That's that one and gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, I Got the Hookup. That's one of my favorite movies ever. But oh God. we talk about Instagram, and I, I, I was under the impression that, you know, your Instagram has been going through some changes.
1: You know, Yeah, we is? had a conversation prior to the episode, and yeah. speaking of your cannabis checks that you put up, mm. a lot of the stuff that you put up as well is the actual plant, like the cannabis. Yes, so I actually
2: show you what I have at my disposal. So mm-hmm. first of all, Instagram, this is for educational purposes only, okay? <laughs> I'm not selling anything yeah. on the internet. I don't, not I'm not sponsoring. a dispensary. I'm literally just trying to share my information with the viewers, all right?
1: And We appreciate it. Um, But, yeah, so you mentioned how they kind of just took away some of the privileges of your Instagram page, like going live, um, posting certain things or whatever. Is it because they're trying to censor you? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, why do you think a lot of your stuff is being blocked?
2: Um, To me, Instagram is a weird place. So, like, they're basically my pages are being flagged and... Certain reels are being taken down, and like I can't go live and things like that. And their reason is basically because they're saying I'm promoting the use and sale of marijuana. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, although in New Jersey it's legal, there it's either my page is being flagged by viewers, or they're not understanding that I'm stressing the fact that I'm not selling anything. I'm more so telling people what it is. Right. You know. What Have I'm you saying? ever
1: tried to like appeal that or like reach out to them and say exactly, you know?
2: They don't be giving a fuck. What it is. Right. It's like I mean I feel like what's the point? You get what I'm saying because again we we spoke about it off camera but like the stuff that you can see on Instagram as far as like the porn bots and the Listen. the bullshit that comes on yeah. you know I me mean? it's like why are we mad cuz I'm talking about a plant that naturally grows
1: Mhm but you know
2: society has always been mad about plants that naturally grow yeah mm-hmm. so.
1: Yeah they're not into like any type of medicinal things that Unless will... they was doing it Right, yeah, unless it's right. like pharmaceuticals and like big mm-hmm. pharma, like they get in a cut out of it. But mm-hmm. if it's just someone who's like a local person who knows all this information of how to like, you know, cure things. Not the, mm-hmm. mm, it's natural, but you know, it's. But
0: you know, the I don't mean to make this about white supremacy, but <laughs> um, let's talk about it. But the white man has always found a way to suppress. marginalize the black man. Mm -hmm. and then make themselves the hero at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. White people can literally make slavery look like it was compensation and put it in the textbooks. They can just be like, this is slavery. Oh, I'm sorry, indentured servitude, Mm -hmm. where, yes, we have this black man in our home. We're feeding him. We're lodging him. We're making sure that he's clothed. And we're giving them work to do because it's nothing else that he can do out there but be a savage like the Native Americans.
1: Yeah, that's literally what it is, like what they said. And mm-hmm. honestly, they don't even still to this day want to acknowledge that slavery existed.
0: But they'll do the same thing with alcohol as they did with Prohibition. Mm-hmm. They'll do the same thing with marijuana as they just going to blatantly ignore the war and with on shrooms, drugs. like shrooms like, now
1: is becoming mm-hmm. popular. But yeah. back in the, what was it, the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. like Psychedelics it was, was, it was a super popular. For but sure. they made it seem like it was it was such a, a bad thing to take and, you know, like all these side effects would happen. But to be honest, it's like, was it really that bad for you or was it because they couldn't get in on on the pie?
0: But I think they could have gotten on the pie. I think they were more interested in getting a black man to follow into his vices, right? Because weed has... Always been a uh, antidepressant, mm-hmm. and then the crack uh, epidemic came yeah.
1: in the eighties. right? and now after that? now
0: that their little jimmies is over there falling over from right. fucking opioids, they popping pills crazy now. Now it's they like... now they got a heart. Mm-hmm. You know, it was crackheads mm-hmm. in and out of the eighties and the nineties where motherfuckers is over there slunched over, and nobody had a heart for them. Oh,
1: yeah. Like
0: it probably would have been hosing them down like that dude in California. I don't know if y'all seen that shit, but you know you just. I don't need to say crack ass. Crack, Wait, what know.
1: happened in California?
0: It was this, this, um, in San Francisco, I believe. It was a homeless lady on the on the street. Mm-hmm. The art gallery owner must have told her to leave one time. She didn't leave. Mm-hmm. According to her, she was cleaning the rug. He came out with a hose and just was spraying he her. her. He down. hosed her down. Just cause. Yep.
1: That's fucked
0: up. I mean, but that's. It is what it is, right? You can't do nothing about these people because, unfortunately, love don't live everywhere. So this is why I will always pick love over respect because if he would have just loved that woman, no, I'm messing with
1: you. (laughs) No. I see what you did there. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay, so, Mar, anything else you want to just give some education on cannabis? We're not calling it marijuana. We're calling Mm -hmm. it cannabis on this episode because that's
2: what Um, it is. Like I said, I feel like, The more you explore the cannabis world, the more you'll, like, see what you like and what you don't like. I feel like everything is subjective. Everybody Mm -hmm. has a different experience. I could tell you on my channel how I love this particular strand because it did X, Y, and Z for me. And somebody else would be like, yo, I hate this strand because I went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's like your tolerance and everything else that you do matters, you feel me? So just educate yourself because nobody... I think the worst thing, no matter if it's cannabis or what, the worst thing is when you spend your heart on money on something and you hate it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's clothing, food, especially food. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing worse oh my God. than ordering some food or getting some food. Yes. And you know, cannabis and, and food go nasty. hand in hand. You so. need the one-two combo <laughs> to get your day going. You know what I'm saying? So like, Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. So um, I just had another question, mm-hmm. though. Sure. So outside of New Jersey, what would you say is your favorite place to go to and try their cannabis?
0: Like, she'd be in my mind.
2: That's what you were thinking? I swear to God. We synced
1: up. I'm telling you.
2: Truth be told, because of what I now have access to, like, I met a lot of farmers. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, farmers in the Northeast?
2: Like, they may not be directly in the Northeast, but just, like i've been places where all these farmers get together and they trade information they trade seeds they trade go- growing things like i think it's becoming more popular that people are learning to grow over here mm-hmm. granted jersey has a lot of weird laws right now about growing even though it's recreational they still want you to have certain licenses and things to do so mm-hmm. but like as that starts to work its way in you're going to see a lot more people growing so a lot of people are tapping in with colorado california etc and they're meeting these different plugs and learning how to do grow houses and things like that because it just helps so so for me, a lot of stuff I get may be from elsewhere, but I take my cannabis with me. When I was in Houston, I took it. When I was in Dallas, I oh, took so it. so you like bring your own? Always. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how I operate. Have okay. you Have you been to Cali and all that stuff? I haven't been to Cali yet. Okay. The furthest I've been west is Texas. So. so I went to Amsterdam. So that's on my bucket list. Um, see, I'm not a smoker. Okay. So when
0: I went out there, it was like. Damn, we smoking again. Damn, we smoking again. <laughs> Damn, we smoking again. It's like <laughs> Is that
1: what y'all did the entire trip? The
0: entire trip. But because I'm because I'm not a smoker, I didn't necessarily enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But from my friend's perspective, it was like, oh, like my cousin. <laughs> he was in the, the fucking it was like a coffee house. Okay. And he had this like this like green tea with mint in it. And it just went paired perfectly with the with the weed that that they were smoking. It's like they got different little opportunities mm. for you we're to enjoy. It cannabis I'm cannabis, sorry. sorry. Cannabis, <laughs> marijuana. Thank you. Uh, but you got to get out there, like, especially as a, a weed connoisseur. Mm. I'm sorry. A cannabis, cannabis enthusiast. enthusiast. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? On get it right. on get it right. I did that on purpose. <laughs> um, as a cannabis enthusiast, you know, um, get into places like Amsterdam or Colorado.
1: Mm
0: or california like all these places when i went to las vegas as soon as we got off the plane it's like is it legal in yeah las i days? believe so yeah and if i'm right. not mistaken it's like open like you can like walk around with liquor you can walk around smoking mm-hmm. so okay. that's how um, it is
1: in new york though right like you can you can walk around mm-hmm. smoking
2: oh yeah jersey too like
1: oh, Jersey. literally
2: funny story <laughs> I'm sitting in my car and a cop literally rides by. And like where I was parked at, the light was maybe like at the corner, but Mm -hmm. since it was traffic, he literally stopped next to me. And you know, we're still kind of used to like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Put this out, like I'm bugging. And he caught me as I was exhaling, so I'm just blowing all this smoke out the window. (laughs) And he just looked at me and was like,
1: Yeah, because he can't say shit at this point. So it's
2: like, if it's like that, Fuck it, you feel yeah. I me? Mean? Like wait, just... were
1: you, you were you were driving or you? Went I to was just parked up, side? you know okay. what I'm saying. I
2: was actually just sitting there parked up. I was waiting on my food actually. I was getting something to eat, okay. and um I was just smoking. Like I had a little clip in the ashtray. I was smoking, and I thought he was gonna say something to be a smart ass, but he just laughed at me. You feel me? Because I yeah. guess he could see the look on my face. Like I was kind of shook. Yeah, but Cause at I mean, this point, it's like yeah, but don't do it, it now. don't yeah. it feel
0: so much better that you take that aspect of stress away? Yes, where it's like, absolutely. like I've, I've been in situations, again, I don't smoke, so it's never really a, f- a focus for me, mm. but like people around me, where now this is the worry, where maybe I might be high, or I might have something on me, and you know Jersey cops, mm-hmm. they just gonna be on your ass for no fucking reason. For so real. now it's like, all this heightened stress, when I'm just trying to have a stress relief.
2: Right. Like you know, I'm only doing this because y'all be stressing me out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, but you know, it is what it is, though. I enjoy it.
1: Okay, Um, I think I don't have anything. No, I was gonna ask him because
2: he's he's a cannabis enthusiast. Do you
0: enjoy alcohol? Is it at that same level, or is it two different types of? If you were telling me to choose one, I'm
2: smoking before I'm drinking. You get what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I actually like smoking and drinking because I don't get as drunk. Mm -hmm. But like,
1: I've heard people say that. Yeah, like smoking kind of just helps level them out.
2: It's almost like putting a lid on it. It's like, Uh, even though like you know. Usually, when you're a bunch of people, you're around a bunch of people. It's like, yo, let's do shots. It's shot o'clock, shot o'clock. So it's like, alright, cool. We may take three shots to start the night. If I go smoke before I continue the drinking, it's a way different mm-hmm. reaction than I'm already kind of lit. I'm kind of, you know what I'm saying? But you're
1: getting lit though that night. But wait, what if <laughs> what if what if
0: you drink with indica versus drinking with a sativa?
2: Sativa, yeah. Yeah, is it a difference? Because one turns you. you up. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't see the difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but that may be because, like I said, I'm a frequent smoker. Mm-hmm. It's like, but don't get it twisted. I'm very healthy, but like, I mm-hmm. enjoy this. This is like my day to day because it's just part it's of me. Like I somebody actually said one time. I thought it was funny. They was like, smoking is now a personality trait. Like you actually, if you're dating someone, mm-hmm. I think it's important to actually tell them, like, yeah, I smoke every day. We could, is we that a problem? Into
1: that, yeah. Because you know what I'm that That's a deal breaker. It can like, be. People it? will stop. For me, mm-hmm. if you smoke, if you smoke like cigarettes, then that's a different Oh, that's right that's here. a dub. Yeah, Fuck but that. like if you smoke cannabis and do it every now and then, like I don't mind it. So like yeah, but I know people mm-hmm. who. That is like, no, if you are a smoker, if you do anything, then, no yeah, real. it's a no. Yeah. So it is a, but it is a lifestyle. It
0: is. Now, is it based on the stigma or is it based on the reality, right? The stigma is you smoke, you lazy, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like I've met people who, Roll up in the morning, mm-hmm. roll up in the afternoon, roll up at night, every single day, and are super-duper productive. Like, you would never know that they were the smoking. Right. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that. so, because of the stigma attached to it, like, oh, this motherfucker's just going to smoke and be lazy and not mm-hmm. do shit. I think it's more of a person yeah, than the, yeah, the actual the weed. Yeah. Uh, sorry, cannabis. It's, it's but you know too what I've learned?
2: For certain people, they just can't get jiggy with the smell. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't like that you smell like smoke. Mm, they don't... True. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about it. if you're dealing with somebody, you mm-hmm. kissing on them, like, you might come in the house. Like, it's certain things that some people just are not mm-hmm. with, and I've learned to respect that, but it's like... Look.
1: Yeah, because us women, like, we do not want to smell cannabis all the time. Or but, cigarettes yeah, all the
0: time. But the girls who smoke, they be one smelling like that all the time. But and granted, they have they little mists. Yeah. yeah Arbor yeah. was it? Arbor mist. The- Whatever <laughs> they do, you know
1: what
2: I'm <laughs> saying? They have say their little mists. I don't know now if they was, go to the bathroom, the they come back is different. spray <laughs> right back in the day, but like, yeah,
1: no, I yeah, I mean it just depends on what you what you want and what you don't want.
0: Yeah. So. As long as look, I had a girl that smoked cigarettes before, and
1: that's a hard no for me. It was.
0: We didn't get beyond day yeah, one because the boogies is. Uh, just, she, I didn't know she was level. smoking. She was smoking in my bedroom, and then she just yeah. like pulled it out. Yeah, and then she wow. she went to give me a kiss and blew the smoke in my mouth. Mm. Wow!
1: I, look, I don't believe in domestic violence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right now, just ready to man. see how we were talking I? about anger? God. I think that's the anger moment. Yeah, you know? that's what yeah, I think. That's, that's when I learned okay, how to re- really decompress because I was. <laughs> Yeah. I've never been that's so disgusted in my life. It is like back it to is.
1: respect. That's disrespectful.
0: <laughs> oh, you got you. You got it back. <laughs>
1: yeah. that's my full circle moment. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. Uh, Mar, thank you for joining us on this episode. Oh, no problem. This man. is gonna be episode twenty, by the way.
0: Oh, it's lit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> episode twenty. We,
0: we did twenty episodes already
1: this one yeah
0: that's a lot of episodes it
1: is and we are finally dropping our patreon
0: uh, i mean uh, i can yeah. tell them the moment right now you mean? To... so back in the day when i
1: <laughs> no because I mean? like we said we would save it for the patreon we were supposed to drop it on episode 10 mm-hmm. but we kind of procrastinated and that happened so we waited till 20 so okay. Yeah, that's coming, mm-hmm. but um, I do want to, again, thank you for educating us on cannabis. Oh, because he is a cannabis that. enthusiast, and we're going to put all of your links in our description if they want to check out your page and just see like the different strands and your, uh, what is it that you shout out every day? Oh, day?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like when you see my video, the intro is going to be the same, and it's like, Cannabis chat <laughs> You feel me? Yeah Stamp that don't steal my shit neither I'm going Don't on you. steal his shit no, we don't you. we don't do
0: plagiarizers you Come know on. only women do that with the she sheds and the woman caves and shit oh. Woman cave
2: is crazy I was gonna say something about that but it's like okay whatever they
1: was mad on TikTok
2: Word Yeah Yeah, they were mad.
1: yeah one of the guys commented he was like their place used to be in the kitchen Bam and I was like oh, spicy Yeah he was a dickhead for that like Get nah. to <laughs> So, um, yeah, like, we are going to put our Patreon information in the description of this episode because it is 20. And that's Mm -hmm. a huge deal. That is. Because a lot of podcasts, like, they stop and, you know, come back whenever they feel like it. We've been working on our consistency.
0: Consistency.
1: Yes.
0: And, you know, we appreciate all of our coworkers continuing to not only comment like subscribe to our um Share. youtube spotify apple mm-hmm. you know keep it coming we appreciate y'all so much we don't take y'all for granted um so we doing this patreon for y'all um we do if this you can't get enough of
1: us that's why we're doing the patreon
0: yes they love me <laughs> i mean y'all love dana too she's y'all favorite so which is why i gotta do i'm not even gonna again. tell y'all what the patreon is gonna be
1: Oh, the bet? Okay. Yeah, Y'all y- gotta subscribe and check out the video that we. Well, no, it's gonna just be audio, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be audio.
1: Yeah, it's just audio for the Patreon. But, they don't um, need to
0: see me, they see enough of me.
1: Yeah, we drop every week. This is enough.
0: Well, unless TikTok banned me again. Because they banned me like they banned you. They said I was selling sex,
2: like I'm a prostitute or something. <laughs> I feel like they just pick and choose who to do that with, though. You know what I'm saying?
0: But who, who I'm selling
2: sex to?
1: It's the pictures.
2: It was it was you the news on TikTok. No, it was <laughs> It was it
0: was extracted video from YouTube from it was probably really illegal by the way. Um What
1: what was the picture?
0: It was a video from like uh somebody made like a show, a TV show or something. And it just had a sex scene. It was not no nipples. Oh, okay. No no no. Were they were they naked? They was naked but you can't see shit. It's the same shit you see on
1: everything else. It's I'm not soft on TikTok, core. so I don't know like their their regulations or not. That shit popping out. So but clearly I'm a, it I'm was the okay. links.
0: Close friends only.
1: Anyway, guys, we're gonna wrap up this episode here. Thank you for tuning in with us, and thank you Mar for joining this episode. And if you do want to shout out the Gmail account, yes, absolutely.
0: Hand, uh, make sure y'all hit up w o a w pod at gmail.com. If you want to be on the show, if you want to give us some subject matter so we can discuss it, and we can love you, respect you, and admire every last one of y'all. And with that being said,
1: we outside and we, we out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.